What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Gold Diggers Podcast, part of the Niners Nation Podcast Network. I am Rob Stats Guerrero, and with me, as always, on a Friday, Michelle Maju. Hey, hey. What's up? I am working my last day, and then I'm on vacation because I'm going to Hawaii, and I just need today to, you know, go fast because I'm I'm excited. I can see the smile on your face. I don't blame you. I will miss you very much, but uh, I hope you have a good time in Hawaii. Some much-deserved time off for you. Today's show is going to be fun. People have been making fun of me, Michelle, because I keep saying, apparently, this is one of my favorite days of the year. But I love when the schedule comes out. It is one of my favorite days of the year. We finally have the official schedule. We're going to sink our teeth into it and break it all down. But before we do, I just want to remind everybody, please, please, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. It really does help. We are so close to 200 reviews. If you could just take an extra 30 seconds and leave one, we appreciate it. And I always say, if you do, we'll read it on the show, which brings me to this from MLW7118. Good pod, five stars. Hooray. While I disagree with most of what Michelle says, I appreciate her different perspective. Even if she is wrong most of the time, I enjoy the dynamic between Rob and Michelle. Keep up the good work. So sorry you're wrong most of the time, Michelle, and I swear I didn't write that. That's fair. Um, Totally fair. I have nothing to say back. (laughs) (laughs) I have been wrong plenty of times before. So I try to dig into as much information as I can to back up my takes. But of course, I could be wrong. Don't even, no, don't come off all nice on the pod. People don't know. When you argue with Michelle, like via text or if we're DMing each other over Twitter, she is ruthless. She is a savage. She will come for you. So don't try to act all nice now. Listen, I only come for you if your take is insane. And sometimes <laughs> 49ers Nation has some insane takes. Like they're, they, the whole Jaquiski tart over Tyron Matthew. Once everyone wanted Tyron Matthew so bad. And then once he signed there, like, oh, you know what? Tart's better anyways. Like, no, he is not. In any world, in any sense of the matter, he is not a better player than Tyron Matthew. Get out of here. These takes. Neither one of those guys is on the 49ers right now. So I don't know why everyone would be defending Tart. Um, all right. Let's get into the schedule here. Uh, it's kind of a tale of two halves. The Niners play five of their first eight games on the road. And then six of their last nine games at home. So it's it's weird that it's so split like that. But I love, love, love the bye in week nine right in the middle of the season. That's a perfect bye week. I will say the 49ers and the Steelers have the same bye week. That makes mm. me sad because those are, those are the two games I care about. And now what am I supposed to watch? You know, I'll have to watch all the games, but I won't have my two favorite teams, which stinks. Couldn't they have different bye weeks? But week nine bye is perfect right in the middle there. You know, it's, it's I hate the early buys. Oh, it's it just the feels worst. Like it's such a waste. Like I feel bad for teams that have an early buy, but. And then you got your week one. You wanted it versus an easy team. I wanted it against a little bit harder competition to make it a sexier game. But you you get you get your wish. It's perfect. Ask Chicago. I love. So the Niners only have two early body clock games the whole year. And one of them is in week one, which is great because I feel like it's not as big a deal coming on. You know, first week of the season, you're as healthy as you're going to be. You don't really have to worry about that too much. 
It's against Justin Fields. You know, you got that sexy Lance Fields matchup, two quarterbacks from the 2021 draft class. It's what I wanted to see last year when they played Chicago. Of course, we didn't get that, but it is. It should be a nice, soft landing spot for Lance because I think that Niners defense is going to dominate what I think is a pathetic Bears offense. Nick Bosa could honestly start the season with like four sacks. Yes. He can just stack those right up. I mean, the Bears offensive line was bad last year, and it's only gotten worse this free agency or this offseason. And then they did nothing to help Justin Fields. So Trey Lance in this matchup should look like the far superior pick in the 2021 draft just based off of weapons alone. Like even if you were like, okay, they have equal talent. If we want to put them on an equal playing field there, it's the bears did Justin Fields dirty this off season and Trey Lance is in a great situation. What do you mean? They just signed Dante Pettis. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they drafted Bellis Jones jr. He's like 25 years old already. Uh, basically just, his best skill set is special teams. So, I mean, he, he has no wide receiver is Darnell Mooney, who is a, he's talented, right? But he should be a wide receiver too on a team. There's nobody else for that poor man. I I feel bad, but the 49ers get a layup, you know, their, their secondary can mesh. They should be able to get a turnover or two. Nick Bosa should get going. Trey Lance. Yeah. They, uh, the bears added new pieces to their secondary, but, I mean, most of those are rookies. They're going to take a second to get going. This is a great matchup week one. I love it. Give Lance a chance to get some confidence. Plus, people will be talking him up. You know, oh, he's better than Justin Field. Like, that'll be, it's perfect for Lance. They should win that game. Then they go to Seattle week two home opener um, with no Russell Wilson and Drew freaking Locke. Like, you got to win this one. And it should be a nice two wins to start off the year. It's a perfect, to me, it's like a, a, a runway almost. And you're giving Lance time to sort of like gain momentum and get up to speed. So no divisional game is going to be easy, right? But there is no reason for them to lose this game. Like I get, they still have Pete Carroll there as the head coach, but if their quarterback is really Drew Locke and they haven't traded for Baker Mayfield, this should be a simple, simple win. And they cannot overthink this. They cannot, this cannot be a game that they go like a home opener and lose. That'd be crazy. And you know, it's all well and good to say, well, Seattle has dominated San Francisco lately. That's true. Russell Wilson is 17 and four against the 49ers in his career, including the playoffs. But without Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll was one and three against San Francisco. So it's not like Pete has been, you know, coming up with these master plans. It's been Russell Wilson and one of the best defenses we've ever seen. Both of those are now gone. So Seattle, I think, is going to have their work cut out for them. I love that start now. This is where it starts to get a little dicey because you've got Denver in week three, Sunday night football, right away. First primetime game, Michelle, and Trey Lance is going to have to slay the dragon and Russell Wilson. Yeah, this is a tough one. So it's like in week two, you're like, yay, we don't have to face Russell Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) And then week three, you got to go to Denver and play a night game against Russell Wilson, who is just, you know, He's had the 49ers number. Yep. This is going to be a tough one. I When we're doing our predictions, uh, I'll put this as a loss, most likely. This is, will be Trey Lance, like, big primetime debut. Everyone's mm-hmm. all the eyes on him. This is this will be a hard one to go win. Uh, this, is, this is a hard matchup. These are two rough games in a row with the Rams on Monday night the next week. 
Yeah, so the the Niners have back-to-back primetime games two different times this season. This will be the first one. And look, I don't I will probably chalk this up as a loss. It, it just it will piss me off if the first loss of the season is to Russell Wilson. Like, man, we you just can't be done it's with It's better him. than losing to either the Bears or the Seahawks, though. True. Like you would rather that be your first loss than going down to one of those terrible teams. That's true. Uh and then you said like Rams Monday night football the next week. I don't love the fact that they play the Rams twice before the bye. Like once they hit the bye, they're done with the Rams. I would like one of those games to be later in the year because you would think that that's the team they're going to be battling for the division title. So obviously you'd like a shot to play them late in the year when you know, like what the situation is going to be, but this is going to be the first one Rams home game Monday night. Second straight primetime game for Lance. So I feel like the narrative about him, whatever it is, good, bad, or ugly, is going to be set early in the season. Yeah, he needs to perform well in at least one of these. Because if he goes in and stinks it up in both primetime games, then the whole narrative will start. And he's going to get all this pressure on him. And you don't want any of that. But these, I mean, these are two hard matchups. You can't just... And they're two hard defenses. The Broncos have a nice defense right now with a lot of young pieces, but they're, they were starting to gel late last year. It's only going to get better this year. And the Rams are never easy uh, going up against with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. These are two tough matchups. So I don't expect him to win these games, right? You have to be realistic here. And if he wins them, awesome. Like you got surprised. And obviously you are expecting him to compete. I want them to be close games. He should put up decent performances. But if he were to lose these two games, it's not like, oh, man, Trey Lance is a bum. You know, like he's young in his first couple starts here and they're going to be hard. And if they start the season two and two, I will not be surprised that I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's just two of their hardest games of the season are in the first four weeks. Yeah, if you can get through the first four at 500, I think you're doing just fine. There's absolutely no reason to panic. I think the Niners defense is going to be, I think it's going to be better than last year. And I think it's going to be so good that it's going to keep Lance in a lot of these games because they're just not going to give up a ton of points. Uh, I think that Matt Stafford will be better with McVay in year two. Um, I know the Rams did lose some key pieces, uh, but it's not going to be easy. You're right. Two and two, I would be totally and completely satisfied with. Well, and the 49ers always beat the Rams, except of course the championship game, which was the most important one to win. But I mean, they could easily keep beat. Like they have Sean McVay's number. Kyle Shanahan just knows how to beat him and the Rams. So I won't be surprised if they win this one and there should be a ton of 49ers in LA. So it's not like it's really in a way like that tough of a game. I could see the first one's a home game. Oh, this one's well even more perfect. They're though. both home games because, like you said, yeah, the Niners fans are going to take it over. But this one, technically, this is this is the actual home game. So I I will give them a better shot of winning that game against the Rams than That's winning fair. at Denver. Uh, next up is the East Coast swing for the Niners. So they go to Carolina, which potentially could be a Jimmy Garoppolo game. Yes, I'm still holding out hope. And then the week after that, they are in Atlanta. That's the second early body clock game. To me, I think it's pretty obvious they're going to stay on the East Coast at the Greenbrier Hotel in West Virginia for the third straight year. They, Like I said, they've been there. They know how to do it. It's not a big deal for them. And you got to win both of those games. If, if you're the Niners and you want to make the playoffs, there's no reason you should be losing to Atlanta. I don't care if it's Jimmy Garoppolo or uh, Carolina. I don't care if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback, or Sam Darnold, or Matt Corral, or whoever the hell they want to put back there. 
you got to beat the Panthers and you got to beat Atlanta, especially if it's Marcus Mariota or Desmond Ritter, whoever the hell those those quarterbacks are. Two wins, easy. These are like two of the worst teams in the NFL, mostly due to their quarterbacks. So I guess that could change for the Panthers. I still think the Falcons are one of the worst teams, no matter who their quarterback yep. is or was. So yeah, Marcus Mariota likely starts here, or maybe they put in Ritter at this point even better going up against the rookie. But I'm just like, keep thinking about Nick Bosa here. I want him to just get like 20 sacks this year. <laughs> I don't want him to beat TJ Watts record already because you know, he's my baby boy, but he can get 21 sacks. I'm down for that. And I'm just thinking of all the ways he could just stack these up. Like I'm at, against Sam Darnold. He's going to destroy him. And Sam Darnold could throw like four interceptions in this game. Uh, there's just no reason that they should lose either of these games. So like, like we said, they could start two and two, and then they could be right back up to four and two and you're, you're sitting pretty. And that's a, yeah, I think that's a conservative estimate. By the way, last time Bosa played the Panthers was 2019. He had three sacks and a pick in that game, if you remember correctly. So yeah, he likes Carolina. I think you're going to get an extra motivated Nick Bosa because he didn't get a single vote for comeback player of the year last year, which was absurd considering what he came back from. So I think you're going to get a fired up Bosa. Plus he's not rehabbing an injury. I think he's going to come out very, very strong. All right. Now this is where you get into what I think of as the gauntlet of the 49ers schedule. There is a stretch. It's a three-game, four-week stretch. And first is Kansas City. Now, the Niners are at home, which is great because playing at Arrowhead is very, very difficult because they're incredibly loud. But obviously, it's Mahomes. People are going to call it a Super Bowl revenge game, which is dumb because winning a regular season game three years after losing a 10-point lead in the second half of the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl is not the same thing. Uh, but it's going to be the first real, like, this is going to be a litmus test for Lance. Like, okay, can he compete? Can he keep his team competitive against a top two quarterback in the league? Yeah, I mean, he has a tough stretch of quarterback opponents here. I know you don't give the Cardinals any credit, but no. uh, I do think this is a tough four-game stretch right here. Patrick Mahomes, it's like, I mean, we've seen Josh Allen put up perfect performances and not beat like last year in the playoffs josh allen could not put up a better game nope he scored with 13 seconds left to go to have to bring his team to victory and he still lost to patrick mahomes it's just a i think the chiefs are worse off this year than they were last year they lost tyree kill they lost tyron matthew they lost charvavius Charv- oh my goodness charvavius okay <laughs> charvavius ward that Why can I say the name? <laughs> Wait, you say it. Charver, I say Charverius because that's the pronunciation I found. I don't know if that's correct yet, but I don't think that's right. Charverius, Charverius Ward. That's All right. how you say it, right? I okay. like I said, I the only pronunciation, and this is like you know, this is a thing with me. I like to get it right, and I looked at it, it was from his college days, and it said Charverius. But I don't know if that's right. But anyway, war, like I've never yes. heard it said that way. But my brain just like froze while I was trying to say that. It happens. Uh, my my bad there. Guys, I cannot pronounce it to save my life. So they, they are, I think, a worse team from last year. And we saw them struggle for bits of the time of the season last year as well. Mm-hmm. So I do think this is a winnable game. But anytime you're going up against Patrick Mahomes, it's never a given. And he can score like we saw last year in 13 freaking seconds if he needs to. 
this is, I think, the first game on the schedule where I look and say it's entirely possible the Niners defense is not going to be able to limit the other team and keep it close. Like, I think if Lance is going to win this game, he's going to have to win the shootout. And that's obviously never easy to do against Mahomes. The nice thing, though, for the Niners is the Chiefs are kind of going to be in the middle of their own gauntlet because they're going to come off games against the Raiders and the Bills in back-to-back weeks. So their kind of emotional tank could be running low here. That's a a big game for a third straight week for Kansas City. So that helps the Niners a little bit, but it's going to be it's going to be fun for me. I can't wait to watch it, but I don't know. I I think I'm going to give Kansas City the win there. Yeah, I think that's fair. And then the next week they get the Rams again. I don't think they lose twice to the Rams. Like, I just don't think they're going to. They're going to take home a W with one of these two games. So it depends on what they do in Monday Night Football, about how I'll predict it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll predict them going one on one against the Rams this year. I won't be surprised if they beat them twice, but I would be most surprised if they lost to them twice. I'll say that. So one of these games is going to be a win. This is the game at SoFi, AKA Levi's South. I fully expect the 49ers to take over that stadium. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. I could see a sweep and I could see a split, but I don't think there's any way they lose both games to the Rams. Uh, Again, I don't love that it's so early in the season. The Rams will have already played Lance once, so they'll have film specifically on him against their defense and enough time will have gone by in the season that they'll have film on him in general. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a close game. It'll probably come down to the final two minutes. Uh, But that the fact that it's after the Chiefs game, I don't love either because this is going to be a little rough stretch for San Francisco. But the good news is after that game, then they go to the bye and it's like, okay, week nine bye. I will say it's wild because the 49ers have the fifth hardest schedule for the final nine games of the season in the NFL. You used last year's um, win percentage for your opponents to calculate that. And that doesn't even include the Chiefs or Rams game, which were the two games before the start of that run. So this is a hard, really hard schedule. And I don't think you're giving the Cardinals enough credit. But yeah, right after the bye, having to play the Chargers, who I think might be a better team than the Chiefs at this point. Yeah. And you have Justin Herbert going into his third year. I love Justin Herbert. Yep. just I mean, I think everybody does. I think this might be a harder game than the Chiefs game itself. They added a ton of pieces on defense. Uh, they still have all their offensive pieces from last year. I think like these are my Super Bowl favorites, the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is going to be probably maybe the hardest game of the year besides at the Broncos. They added JC Jackson. They added Khalil Mack. The Bosa brothers, you've got that whole matchup. At least the Niners are coming off a bye, so they'll have extra time to prepare, which, you know, if you're going to play one of your toughest games of the year, I love the fact that it's coming off a bye week. Maybe people have a little time to get healthier too than normal. Uh, Another Sunday, night game for Trey Lance. Sunday night football. This is going to be a fantastic this game. This is a good game. Get ready for 50,000 mentions and profiles of the Bosa brothers. They're going to show the parents in the stands. They're going to show pictures of when they were younger. All that crap. They're going to cart it all out because it's Sunday night football. The split jerseys the parents will be wearing. Oh, the Chargers, yeah. <laughs> the 49ers. Yep. No, this should be a, a really good one. And if... Trey Lance can ball out in this game and go head to head with Justin Herbert against a a defense that I think will be pretty solid this year with the chargers. That will be a really impressive game for him. If he could do that, like I said, I, the chargers are my super bowl favorites this year. Um, I know they're like always disappoint, but I believe in them. 
The interesting thing for me in this game, I want to see how Kyle plays it. Cause you know, Brandon Staley's going to be like fourth down, forget it. Yeah. We're going for it. Oh, we're going to, we scored a touchdown. We're going for two. Like he's going to go pedal to the metal. Does Kyle match him in that? Or does, cause Kyle's usually really conservative, which drives me nuts. Does he change his style a little bit? Kyle Shanahan's way too stubborn to change his style just because the other coach is doing it. Well, but I'm saying, like, if they start getting those two-point conversions and stuff, Kyle may have to. He should, yes. <laughs> Will he? I don't know. He'll fight tooth and nail against it. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, next up, week 11. That is the game against the Cardinals. Another primetime game. This one is Monday Night Football in Mexico City. And I don't think people realize what it's going to be like to play in Mexico. I wanted the Denver game to come right before this game, because if you're in mile high, you're at elevation. And then you go to Mexico city, which is 200 feet higher than Denver. Like wow. it is a crazy difference in altitude. That's going to be something for the Niners to manage. I think that you could have a takeover in Mexico by Niners fans also. So this is definitely not a road game and it could end up being more of a home game for the Niners. The Cardinals are trash. They are going to win this game. I don't think the Cardinals are as bad as you think they are. They should win this game, but all divisional games are really hard, especially against a team that's not bad. I don't think the Cardinals got better this year whatsoever. Probably worse. I mean, they lost some key pieces with Chandler Jones, um, but I, I don't know. I, I think this is going to be a harder game than you expect. Anytime you travel outside the country, I mean, it's only Mexico, so it's not like you have to travel too far. It's still going to be harder, and it's a divisional matchup, and it's another night game. Like, still a lot of primetime games. Yeah, Trey. I mean, Trey's going to get plenty of exposure this year for sure. If I just say to you, Kansas City, the Rams, the Chargers, and Arizona, those four, what do you think the Niners' record is going to be in that kind of gauntlet there? Oh, man. I think they beat the Rams, and I think they beat the Cardinals. I think they could beat the Chiefs. I think they'll lose to the Chargers. Uh, I'll go two and two and be conservative, but I wouldn't be shocked if they go three and one. If they want to be true Super Bowl contenders, though, they got to win at least two of these games. You can't just say, oh, they're hard matchups. Like, no. Are right. you a Super Bowl contender or are you not? Is Trey Lance, you know, able to compete? It's okay if he's not, but is he able to compete this year against these top quarterbacks? Do they have a true chance in the playoffs? You got to win two of these really hard matchups. I completely agree with that. And I think that they could, honestly, 500. I don't think that's unrealistic. Um, and and yeah, I would take that right now. Like, I, I think that if the 49ers can just be 500 until they get to the final stretch of the season here, they're going to have every opportunity uh, to make the playoffs. OK, week 12 home game. This is where a stretch of three straight home games happen for the 49ers. That is fantastic. Not every team gets that, uh, but it's New Orleans. Miami and Tampa Bay, you got to go two and one in that stretch. Uh, I don't care that, you know, Miami is Mike McDaniel's return and Raheem Mostert's return and trench, whatever. I don't think Miami's going to be any good this year. I really don't. I don't have any belief in Tua whatsoever. Forget New Orleans. You see New that Orleans pass? Is... From oh, Tua? God. <laughs> That's a little like, I think people are freaking out about that a little too much. Why did like, you post? I, I'm fine with the pass happening, right? Like everybody's going to have a bad pass in practice, but why post it and act like it's good? Like that's the part that's hilarious. It's like you decided to post it. <laughs> right. So 
if people don't know, the Dolphins tweeted out a video of Tua throwing a deep ball to Tyreek Hill, and it's clearly underthrown. Like you, that's not even the worst part of it. It's just the wobbliest ball in the air. <laughs> it goes so high too. Like it goes, he's just, and he uses all of his force. Like you just see him use his entire body. The ball is in the air, just wobbling everywhere. It looks like it's 50 mile per hour winds out there. <laughs> and then it looks like Tyreek Hill at the end of it is just like doing a putt return because he has to turn around and just like stand there and wait for the ball to come. It was, and I, like I said, like, you can have a bad pass in practice, but why does your own social media team post that? That's just doing you dirty. Yeah, that's not a good look. Oh, that's also like peak off-season story too. Um, but that stretch for the Niners, beat up on New Orleans, beat up on Miami, and then like another game, Tom Brady coming to San Francisco, the team he wanted to play for when he left the Patriots. I think he's going to be looking to grind them into dust. Brady's going to want to stick it to the Niners. Uh, so he's going to come ready to play. And that's going to be another game for Lance. Like, okay, where are you when you face an elite quarterback? I'll never bet against Tom Brady ever. I've just, he's destroyed my soul for so many <laughs> years now. He's just always beat up on my Steelers. And every time I thought maybe they could have a chance against the Patriots, like they would always just lose so bad and they would never be in the game. It would be like over by the second quarter. So I'm never betting against Tom Brady and I never have any hope about any team going against him. It's just, it's in my soul at this point. I can't, I can't change it. So the, I'm going to have them losing that game. And I think that's fair. The saints are always a sneaky hard team because you never know what defense is going to show up. They're so up and down with their defense. Sometimes throughout the seasons, it happens every year. They get so hot and they're on fire and then they're terrible like the next week. So they're just too inconsistent to know what defense will show up. I will say I love that they're not playing at New Orleans. I feel like they're just always better in the dome. James, you know, Jameis Winston should be plenty healthy at that point. If Michael Thomas is back healthy and Chris Olave has gotten going as a rookie, it could be a harder game than we're giving credit to. But since it's a home game, I, I think they should win that one. I'll take my, I will bet against Jameis Winston at every opportunity. Last time the 49ers played him, they got two pick sixes against him when he was in Tampa Bay. The analogy. <laughs> well, that's that, just the normal for him. Right. The analogy that I have made for the Saints, I don't get what they're doing at all. I think that they are trying to make a Big Mac without the secret sauce. They kept Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator. They kept Jameis Winston. They kept Dennis Allen. Everything's the same there, except the guy that makes it all work and Sean Payton. And if you try and make a Big Mac without the secret sauce, you just have a hamburger. I don't think New Orleans is going to get it done. I think this is a stupid, like kind of weird, almost like an all-in season for them. Do you realize the incredible amount of capital they gave up just to get Chris Olave on the team? Like he better be oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't think it's going to work. And to me, if you're the Niners and you want to be a playoff team, you can't get tripped up by the Saints and Jameis Winston. Forget that. And yeah, they gave up all that draft capital and didn't even get the best wide receiver in the draft. <laughs> didn't even get the best wide receiver in Ohio State. Oof. May have been the third best wide receiver at Ohio State this past year. Uh, that's just a lot to give up for a guy that I think will be a solid wide receiver, too. He can, you know, he can put up a thousand yards, but that's just a lot of draft capital to give up. They, yeah, like you said, it's Jameis Winston. They should be able to turn, you know, get some picks from him. The defense should be able to dominate him. 
this should be a W pretty easily. Well, not easily, but this should be a W. And then you get the Dolphins the next week. I don't know. I don't know what to think about the Dolphins. I I don't think they're going to be very good, but somehow I think they're still going to win nine games. You know, sneak away with some some iffy wins there. I am not on the Tua train. I got to see it before I believe it. They should beat New Orleans. They should beat Miami. Tom Brady is probably going to get the win there. Uh, let's just be conservative. Uh, and then week 15, Thursday night. This is the Niners Thursday night game. They go up to Seattle. Uh, they should win this game, even though they almost never win in Seattle. Obviously, Russ is gone. And I just, whoever, if Drew Locke starts the season for the Seahawks, it'll be Geno Smith in this game. If Geno yeah. Smith starts the season, it'll be Drew Locke. But whoever it is, I don't care. The 49ers should win that game. Again, it should be Baker Mayfield. If they were smart, they would go get him. And I think this makes it a harder game. But I, their roster is still just rough anyways. They shouldn't be a, a very good team no matter who their quarterback is. I, I think they're better with Baker Mayfield. I think they're one of the worst teams with Drew Locke, obviously with Geno Smith. I don't even know who's the better quarterback out of Drew Locke and Geno Smith. I wouldn't even be able to decide. Yeah, who cares? I mean, they both stink. Bobby Wagner's not there anymore. Like, no, it's no. I don't love that the Thursday game comes after the game against Brady and the Bucks. You know, that I would like an easier game going into the short week, but it is what it is. Week 16, Christmas Eve, the game that's going to mess up my holiday plans, Michelle. Uh-oh. It's the North Dakota State Bowl. Carson Wentz, Trey Lance, Niners are at home. Kyle Shanahan hates playing Washington, although Carson Wentz has never lost to the 49ers, regardless of what team he's on. He somehow finds a way to win that game, but you cannot lose to the dumpster fire that is the Washington Commanders franchise. No, you can't also because Washington, no matter how bad their roster might be, or, you know, they don't even have that bad of a roster, but no, no matter how bad their quarterback situation is, we should say, and just how bad the franchise is, they have the easiest schedule in the NFL. And like <clears throat> recently, almost every team that's had the easiest schedule in the NFL goes to the playoffs, including the Eagles last year. Like they probably had no right to be in the playoffs, yep. but they got in because their schedule was so easy. So if we're looking at that with Washington, you can't be given a freebie to Washington. And you already know the Cowboys are likely to get into the playoffs. Philly will be buying, like shooting for a spot there as well. You can't also let Washington get in because that's three teams in the NFC East that would steal a playoff spot. You can't allow that. So this is one of those games that seems silly to say like this is a must win game. But I think it is at that point in the season against a bad team. They could have one of those records that's just right there on the line of being a playoff team or not just due to their schedule. And you got to win this game. There are a lot of games that we've kind of called toss-ups here, right? Kansas City, the Rams game, Denver. Like, this is not a toss-up game. This is one of the games you should be able to put in the win column. Handle your business. It's a handle your business game. You're going to hear me say that uh, when that week comes. New Year's Day. Little little fun for the Niners going to the Death Star, going to Vegas for New Year's Day. Uh, the Raiders are much improved. Plus, they have Devontae Adams, who murders the 49ers every single time he plays them. It's absolutely That's with Aaron Rodgers, though. Yeah. I mean, look, he was good with Derek Carr in college. Devontae Adams has six games against the Niners in his career, including the playoffs. He has 57 catches, 708 yards, and five touchdowns in those games. He is a 49er killer. 
This is a game I think the Niners should win, but they'll only win if they are on their business. Like if they if they show up and they're flat to start, like they could easily lose this game, especially on the road. So they should win, but only if they, you know, take care of their business. Yeah, and the Raiders have been really good at getting pressure on quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. At least they were last year, and then they added um, Chandler Jones this offseason. They still have Max Crosby that they just paid. Those two together could be really hard and uh, to stop. And with the 49ers offensive line going into the season, and they have no depth, so God forbid they have any injuries at this point in the season, this could be a, a a tough game for Trey Lance when it comes to like pressure in his face, having to run away from these guys, uh, scramble. He might get a lot of rushing yards in this game. I can see that happening. Uh, I, I think this is a hard one at Las Vegas too. Uh, I I could see them losing this game for sure. I think that Crosby's coming going to come into the game extra motivated because I think that there's like a chip on his shoulder with him and Bosa and and. I know a lot of Raider fans think that Crosby's been better than Bosa. I think he's going to be extra motivated, but you're right. Uh, Trey Lance is probably going to have to run for his life a little bit in this game. And then week 18, Niners are home to close out the season. Arizona, again, the Cardinals. By this point, the Cardinals will be completely into their late season collapse, just like they have been each of the last two years. They'll be in full disaster mode. Kyler Murray will have an ankle injury. Kyler will have checked out, even if he's if he's somehow playing in the game, he will be checked out just like he was in that playoff game at the end of the year last year for Arizona. I'm not worried about this game one bit. The 49ers may need it to get into the playoffs, but if you tell me right now it's do or die week 18 against the Cardinals to get into the playoffs, I will sign for that. They should win this game. And that's a nice little stretch to end the season. Washington, Vegas, Arizona, you should be able to win at least two out of three of those games. And I think the if you do lose to the Raiders, it's not that big of a deal because it's an AFC team. Yep. The three NFC teams, you can take those those wins, and that's three wins in your conference. That's huge to the end of the season. I, I love the end of the schedule for the 49ers. I think as long as you're 500 going into these last four games, easy playoffs. Like You could just yes. say, okay, we're going to the playoffs. I totally agree with you. That should be a realistic goal. Just be 500 and get to that point. And it's a good point you make about the conferences. Most of the 49ers toughest games are against the AFC, right? Denver, Mm -hmm. Kansas City, the Chargers. The only tough NFC games, I would say, obviously you've got the two Rams games and then you've got the Tampa Bay game. And that's really it. Yeah, I agree with you. I I don't know if they're going to win five divisional games, right? So that would, because we're saying, oh, Cardinals, boo-hoo, they stink. Like, I, I think they're a little bit better than we're giving them credit for. They should beat Seattle twice, but who knows? And then we're saying they're going to beat the Rams in one game. Do you think they're going to go five and one in the division? I don't think it's unrealistic. I mean, no, I don't think it's unrealistic, but that's a, that's tough for anybody to do. I know. And I know the Cardinals fans will say, hey, we kicked your ass with Colt McCoy and James Conner last year, which is true. But, you know, there was no Debo Samuel in that game. I, I think Fred Warner was out of that game. Like, the Niners weren't full strength either. Um, but I, I just, I have no faith in the Cardinals. The fact, their quarterback's got one foot out the door, for God's sakes. He's throwing, he, he threw out that whole statement on Twitter about, or his agent did, about how he wants a new contract. Yeah, but Cardinals- this is, he needs to get paid, right? So if he doesn't get paid this offseason, 
he's going to be playing for that contract. What was the Cardinals reaction to that? They went, eh, they didn't even offer him a deal since then. They still haven't like that's, I just think it's bad vibes. I love that Cliff Kingsbury got a contract extension in this offseason. Great. Let's keep Cliff around for a few more years. Sign me up for that. I got to face Sean McVay twice a year every year. I need a cupcake in the division. The, the biggest problem for the Niners against the Cardinals is they haven't been able to run the ball. That's where they would get into trouble because they couldn't run the ball. So then it was up to Jimmy Garoppolo. And sometimes he played well, but sometimes he was awful. That that first game, and was it 2019 or 2020? I can't remember. I think it was 2020. He was awful against the Cardinals. So, I mean, even if the Niners can't run, just give me, sometimes it's going to come down to Trey. And I think that against a team like that, he'll be able to make plays. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm not worried about the Cardinals this year. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not worried about them either. I, I think this division goes through the Rams or 49ers. I'm giving the Rams the edge there just because Matthew Stafford has a lot more experience than Trey Lance. Obviously if Trey Lance wasn't, Going into his first year, we got to see him play a little bit more. Maybe I'd be more confident about saying they could win this division. But right now, it's hard to say anybody but the Rams. Although, if they were to go 5-1 and in the division, you would think they would win the division. But I guess maybe not. Because I guess also the Rams could go 5-1 and also. Right. Right? And they should as well. They easily could. I didn't think the league did, did the Rams any favors. Like, congratulations, you have to play Buffalo week one. Like, damn, if you're the Rams, like, don't you want to give us a team that we can beat? Like, we're raising Such the Such a good kickoff fantasy. game, though. Oh, I what, know. So good. What an amazing game. Uh, no, that's going to be so much fun. I think the Bills fans will travel, or there's probably Bills fans already in L.A. Uh, so I could see them taking over that stadium. Interesting. And it's going to, I feel like it's not going to feel like a home game for them on their kickoff game, celebrating their Super Bowl, which kind of stinks. The Rams have a harder, I'm just looking at their schedule. They have Buffalo, obviously San Francisco. They play Dallas. They play Tampa Bay. They play Kansas city. They play green Bay. They pay Denver. Like, man, I, it's going to be the hardest hard. schedule in the NFL. They're going to earn it this year. If they get, if they win a division and get back to the playoffs, like, damn, I think they're going to be better on offense, worse on defense. That's my early prediction for the Rams. But uh, I'm not asking you to make a Niners record prediction right now, but I'll just blanket. Do they make the playoffs? Yes or no. Right now. When you look at this schedule, I say yes. Yes. I think this schedule is set up nicely for them. I think their opponents, although they have some tough games, they also have a lot of easy games. It's in the NFC where a lot it's, it's weak. It's top heavy, but weak at the bottom. I, I would put money on that. The 49ers will make the playoffs. They don't leave the Niners. Don't leave the Pacific time zone after week six, except for the game in Mexico city. After that, that's the only game after week six where they leave the Pacific time zone. That's, That's pretty crazy for the Niners, a team that usually like leads the league in, in uh, miles traveled. That's fantastic. Sign me up for that. I think that's going to help with like injuries and stuff. All these little things matter. That's why I keep saying the order of these games is important. That's why I was chomping at the bit to see the schedule, because depending on how it laid out, you get a different feeling on a team. Yeah. I, and I think the schedule lays out nicely. Like the beginning matters so much just to get Trey Lance's confidence up. Yes. And these two games should be layups for him. And once he gets two games under his belt, if he can win those two, have nice games, then you already built up that confidence for those two hard ones. So I really like how they did this. And then at the end of the year to have those three easier conference games, love that. 
yeah, it, it couldn't be better for the 49ers and the Rams have a really hard schedule. So just in general with their opponents and the way they have it set up. I was pretty happy with how they laid it out. Look, if he, as long as he's not a pumpkin, I think the Niners are going to be just fine. I really do. Just, just don't turn it over in backbreaking situations. That's all. That's like the, my, that's all I'm asking for my quarterback. I feel like it's like the lowest bar of performance. Just don't end up with the worst possible scenario in critical spots. That's yeah. all I'm asking. I think he'll do it. I think it'll be good. It, yeah. it should be a fun season. We were talking about time zones. The Steelers never have to leave the Eastern time zone. I saw that. What is it? They travel less than anybody in the league. It's like it's like no miles. They're all on the East Coast. Um, it's pretty great. I, I, I like that for them. I, I like that for my good. boy, Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky. Oh, oh man. What a waste of the schedule, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, wow, we finally got such a nice schedule. Because I think last year we traveled an, an insane amount. But now we get a nice schedule with no quarterback. So fun times. There you go. It's going to be Kenny Pickett with his little tiny baby hands. <laughs> Probably. All right, Michelle, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. And that's going to do it for you. Enjoy Hawaii. Do you have your extra powerful sunscreen? Are you ready? Well, you can't tell with the lighting right now, but I'm actually really, really tan. It doesn't look like it. Um, so I already got my base, so I should be good. Um, <laughs> I've been laying out on the hammock trying to get my my base on. I've already got my sunburn over with my big one of the summer. So now I'm just ready to go get real dark in Hawaii. going to lay out all day and have a drink in my hand it's gonna be great can't wait. what is cannot what's wait. your preferred drink that you're gonna have in hawaii are you gonna have a little umbrella um you know i'm more of just like a vodka soda girl on the beach mm. i keep it simple i will i'm sure i'll have some fruity little drinks but uh it's not like an all you all like all-inclusive resort we have to pay for these drinks so mm. i'm not gonna be spending 20 dollars on a crazy yeah. umbrella drink I went when we went on our honeymoon in Aruba. I was having mudslides like every minute oh, because it was goodness, all inclusive, yeah. and I was just pounding. And I know it's like, yeah, it's not the manly drink, whatever. They're delicious. Okay, on cruises, mudslides and mojitos for days. Oh, I'll have plenty of mojitos, I'm sure. There you go. Well, have one for me. I'll be thinking about you. Enjoy the time off. You've more than earned it, and I will talk to you in two weeks. Bye, y'all.